Hello, Ryan Russett back again with another installment of On the Court. This week, seniors Ryan Thiessen and Blake Berg were kind enough to set aside some of their Sunday afternoon to talk with the guys about the current state of Johnny basketball and some of their own personal experiences during their time at St. John's. A lot to get to on today's episode, so let's start the show. Here's St. John's University seniors Ryan Thiessen and Blake Berg with host Tom Connell and John Russell. We'll bring him in, guys. Let's go. I love that. 359. That's prompt. That's what we're looking for. Hey, guys. Oh, and they're together. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Okay, so so here's the first sign that you guys are seniors and you're ready for professional careers. I don't know if you heard me saying that. 359. Perfect. A minute yeah. before the start time. I we're, love we're it. We're coming in a little close. Usually, usually we would have been here about 10 minutes early. So <laughs> sorry about that. Hey, welcome, guys. Um, do you know much about either us or the podcast? <laughs> Not really? No. We're going on season two here, and this is kind of our first player feature. You know, this was something that um, we really wanted to try to do, and Coach McKenzie is very supportive. So welcome, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Good win yesterday. Congratulations. Another one. Yeah. uh, You know, we we were up, uh, when was that, Tom? Wednesday night. Yeah, St. Mary's. Yeah, St. Mary's game. Love Love the tempo you guys are playing at. Yeah, it's uh it's a lot different than like from when we've well the past three years we've been here. It was a total kind of 180. So, you know, we used to walk it up and yeah, now we're trying <laughs> to run. Well, it's gotta be uh a fun that way because it's pretty free shooting. I mean, you don't have the bigs inside that you've had, so you gotta you gotta adjust, right? And you guys can all not only shoot it, but you can you're good at putting it on the floor, getting to the basket. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a fun style. Yeah. Yeah, so so far so good with the up tempo. Push it and shoot it. That's good. With, with yeah. fun, well, it's fun to watch too. You guys, yeah. you, you guys are, have a very athletic squad. Brian, we'll start with you. How'd you end up at St. John's? Uh, yeah, you know, I, there were I think my my final three um, were St. Thomas, St. John's, and uh, Loras College were. Uh, one of our coaches, Danny Quinn, is actually actually from oh, yeah. um, kind of a small world there. But, uh, you know, I didn't really have any connection with St. John's besides my head coach, Paul Gates, whose son is Garrett Gates. Um, so that was, that was the really only connection I had. And, you know, they just coaches really made me feel wanted more than anyone else. And they were coming to all my winter um, high school season games and a bunch of AU tournaments. and fell in love with the the campus. I really like the nature aspect of it and the stars aligned and here I am. So yeah. Great. When did you first uh, meet coach McKenzie? Yeah, I, I actually remember the game. I, um, my head coach had reached out to a couple colleges, one of them being St. John's and I didn't know about it at the time. And I, I remember I had a, had a really good game and yeah. And then they, and then Pat, you know, started talking to me and, you know, the rest is history. So great. It's great. Blake, you're up. Um, so I actually, the only connection I had to St. John's was, uh, one of my youth basketball trainers, 
he trained me from all the way from fifth grade to right around my freshman year of high school. And he actually used to coach for uh, Concordia Cobbers. He loved uh, Fogue so much that he actually told me about the uh, games that he would, he coached JV. So he would coach against Fogues in some of the games. He was actually one that introduced me to St. John's. And so I think it was roughly about my junior year, obviously when the uh, recruiting piece of basketball picked up, he was, he was trying to explain the atmosphere that St. John's had and everything. Cause from where I, where, where I'm from, like there's no D3 basketball, like there is in Minnesota up in North Dakota. And so it, like to understand like what it was and the atmosphere of it was different for me. And my first experience, he, he actually brought me to a Tommy Johnny game. And that was the first, uh, experience I had of St. John basketball and I loved it ever since then. And so, um, after that game, I got in contact with the coaches here. Yeah. From there, they came to almost every AAU tournament that I played in. And then I felt their support. I mean, they were driving two and a half hours every week to, uh, come watch a game played in Fargo, one of my high school games. So that meant a lot to me and is one of the, probably the main reason I chose here because of how much the coaches felt or how much the coaches made me feel wanted at this school. And that's great. When did you two meet on, on campus? Did you two know each other during the recruiting process and before you got to campus or you, you met after you were both on campus? I, we were, I, I don't know if I, he can speak for himself, but like just through AAU, like I was, like I didn't know Blake, but like I just kind of recognized him uh, through AAU. But yeah, we like met each other, didn't know each other personally until we got to campus. So yeah, I, same thing for me. Like most of the guys that are recruited, you can recognize through AAU, but um, actually Ryan was one of the first guys I um met here when I got around the basketball guys coming into St. John's I didn't know a single other person coming here well my roommate but he transferred within like the first week of school so I didn't know anybody on campus and Ryan was the first guy that I would you know go go eat with hang out with stuff like that looks good good. and buddies for a while yeah it's great what uh you know what what's What's it been like growing up together in the system? You know, the two of you have been together now three plus years. And, uh, you know, what? what's the growth curve look like for the two of you in terms of you're probably immediately buddies then, hang together, you're playing together. How's the game evolved for the two of you in terms of knowing where each other's on the court and just the feel, the feel that you guys have for one another looks pretty good from where we sit in the bleachers. So... How how has that developed over the last three years? You know, I, I always we always talk with each other, like especially defensively. It's like we, we it's like we're two people, but we share the same brain. So that that's been like uh, the biggest thing I've noticed is like on defense, it's like we don't even have to talk. We just kind of read each other's minds. We always know, um, you know, what the other guys thinking. But you know, if I'm gonna talk about Blake, you know, biggest thing I've seen him grow is just like his confidence. Um, I remember him coming in as a freshman, just I feel he really athletic, but just wasn't feel like confident in his skill or his shooting. Um, just all the years I've seen that explode. And I actually think he's even more athletic now. You know, th- those are the, the things I've seen. It's been amazing to see 
you know, I kind of get proud to see growth through the years. Cause, you know, sometimes guys peak when they get to college and they just kind of stay there and plateau, but you now he's continued to grow. So play it back to Ryan a little bit there, Blake, what you saw and, and, and what you've seen in the development over the last few years and how, how you two, I like that. We're kind of of the same brain. Well, yeah. So going, going off that, adding on to that, um, when we're on defense and one of us makes a play and we're both involved in it, we kind of, we give each other like a little look that I don't even know what it is, but we look at each other and we have a little look that we give each other. And there's a little smile that goes with it. And that's the same on offensively too. If one of us makes a nice pass to another one, like Ryan, uh, this yeah. is actually the last game. Yeah. That he was pushing the ball up the court and gave me a nice bounce pass for a dunk and, kind of gave each other that look at half court on the way back. But over the years, I guess something that's really impressed me is uh, Ryan's leadership. I'd say he's the best leader we have on this team. And I think every guy looks up to him and he was put in a leadership role, like super young coming in as a sophomore, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. And wow. obviously as a sophomore, it's tough to jump into that leadership role, but I'm like super impressed on how Ryan was able to adapt that early and, continue to build that leadership like year after year it's getting better and better and he's showing guys the right way to do things on and off the court on that leadership piece you know in your first couple years there who did you look up to as leaders were were there guys that took you under their wing and really tried to work with you and develop your skills and your leadership uh Uh, yeah i mean mine was uh jake binley and, you know, he was, he was probably the hardest working guy on the team. And, you know, it, it sucks because he never, you know, really saw the, the court a, a whole lot, but, you know, he never let that affect him or the team. And, you know, he was just always positive. And, you know, if he saw something I was doing wrong or could do better, you know, he, he let me know, but then, you know, he'd always kind of followed up with, oh, but you're doing good in this. So it was always, it was always positivity with Jake and, you know, that, that was one area that I've always, you know, not been the best at is sometimes like I, I can be a little too negative and yeah, just, I, I always looked up to Jake. So learned a lot of stuff from him. One guy that really helped me out my first, well, I guess ever since I came to St. John's was Colton Cadute. And a couple of reasons I looked up to him was just the way he played the game. And then, the edge he had while he was playing also the heart that he had on the court as all those he kind of in practice me and him would go at it and I mean if some people were there they'd probably think it was personal but off the court (laughs) we're like best friends so I would say just I I kind of want to play like he did and I'm not going to take anything from anyone and I'm always going to you know, like go after the other team every single night. Great. That upper class, the upper classman leadership makes a big difference, doesn't it? Especially, you know, that first, second year. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. What do you enjoy the most about your, your teammates and coaches this year? You know, this year specifically, you know, I feel like at least our, within our team, like this is as tight of a group as we've had since I've been here. 
feel like there's people that got like they're really close friends, but we're all, I feel like still pretty close with each other. So it's not, you know, there's not like clicks within the team. And that's, I feel like translated to the core, you know, allows you to trust guys a little bit more when, when you know them on a you know more personal level, you know, the coaches too, they never, I think a big thing they've done is not let us get complacent. You know, we've had two pretty good wins, you know, the past two games and you know, we're still finding what we can do better and, you know, not being satisfied with just kind of good enough. And, you know, I, I think that's huge with our group because we're, we're hungry and, you know, we want to get back to that championship game and, and win it this year. Uh, so I think that's been a huge difference. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, like this is a tightest group of guys I've been with when it comes to the basketball team. And I think, I don't know if you guys can see it, but on the court, it feels like we just are playing with each other way better this year than I guess the years that I've like, it kind of is like that my sophomore year again with like when you had those guys like Smooch, uh, Zach Hansen, uh, Colton Cadu and them, how like that off court relationship translates on court and you can see it like unfold when you go out there and play, everyone's playing for each other. And I think it looks really good. Yeah, it's noticeable. And it also is noticeable that you guys are having fun doing this. It looks like a fun atmosphere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, it, and, and how fun is it? You know, you guys have created opportunity for those guys that wouldn't get a lot of minutes. You go out there and stick it to some people and guys are coming in off the bench. And it just seems like there's a great energy and everybody's excited for anybody who's on the floor, cheering them on and, uh, everybody's working hard. Do you think? Do you think playing up tempo the way you are has brought a little bit more of that spirit to it as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I for sure think that. You know, you get you know, Blake in those dunks or Cooper shooting three, but you know, back to back threes in transition with you know, twenty five on the shot clock. Um, you know, <laughs> ways that they're fully capable of making. You know that what what's not fun about that, and I feel like that does yeah. bring a lot of juice to you know the team, and I feel like the fans kind of thrive off that too. And yeah, it's it's for sure been a lot more fun. Hard hitting question: pregame routines. You guys want to share anything about a pregame routine that you have, uh, or maybe any superstitions related to pregame routines? Every time after the national anthem, I'll lift up my uh, warm up and I'll kind of just rub the number on the front of my jersey. I don't know why I do it, but yeah, it's every time I do it. Okay. So, I guess a couple I have. I always say the Our Father during the national anthem, um, uh. a little bit during that, and then um, when we're waiting, you know, for the starting lineups, I always have to be on the far left. Um, I don't know why that is. And the same goes for away games. Like we we have, and we have like a specified seating chart. Like no one can sit different, or like no one can deviate from that. Um, so I guess yeah. those are really mine. I guess after him saying that, I I do have a couple more, but it's it includes some of the other guys. So when we uh, go out to stretch on the court before like during warmups um i stand next to the same two guys so it's uh cooper on my right and zach longville on my left 
And then we do the same thing for the national anthem as well. And it's always at the, uh, it's always at the center of the court. Um, okay. Another hard hitting question. What's your late night go-to pizza place? Or if it's not pizza, a late gig someplace else, maybe in St. Joe. Oh, usually on the weekends, I'll go with a couple of the guys and we'll go get some, some of those glazer donuts from quick trip kind of oh, late. All right. <laughs> That's been my thing. Uh, other than that, <laughs> I don't really have anything. Mine's kind of a toss up between two. It's either, um, lately, I guess we've been ordering Gary's pizza. Love to hear that. Sometimes, um, <laughs> but other times, uh, me and some of the guys go to McDonald's quick, grab some, grab something. Okay. To eat. All right. Just going to yeah. say Gary's pizza opened up when I was on campus. I think <laughs> I kept him in business the first year. <laughs> we actually got that last night for a, a little team meal. <laughs> nice. Football. Okay. It's good pizza. That's good. Tom, you suppose we should, we should let these guys go. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you hey. guys being here. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and really have enjoyed what we've seen so far, you know, to your point earlier, that just the energy, the synchronization, the team, the way you guys are going up and down the floor, really a fun team to watch. We're really enjoying it. So yeah, yeah. keep doing, keep doing great work guys. We're all cheering for you. Yeah, sounds appreciate good. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. All right. All right. Take care. Have a good evening, guys. Yeah, yeah. you too. Thanks. We'll see you. Bye-bye. And that was St. John's seniors Ryan Thiessen and Blake Berg with Tom Connell and John Russett. Thank you to the both of them for their time. Don't forget to cheer on the Johnnies in person or in spirit as they travel to Concordia tonight to face the Cobbers and are back in Collegeville Saturday afternoon to take on McAllister. Watch or listen to all the exciting live action of Johnny basketball games right on their website at gojohnnies.com. This season of No Place I'd Rather Be is brought to you by the Sexton Family Foundation, helping usher in the next generation of leaders and Sixth Man Enterprises, creating a state of readiness. Thank you for believing in this project. Be sure to keep those dials tuned to Benchwarmers Media this Friday as we continue our journey through the late 70s with the class of 79. And don't forget, all past and current episodes of No Place I'd Rather Be are available wherever you go for your podcast needs. And at our website, at benchwarmersmedia.com. No Place I'd Rather Be is a Benchwarmers Media production in association with Nine Pines Podcasts. I'm Ryan Russell. Thanks for listening. Show, what the best team can do. The fighting Johnny's